Oh, right, guys. Looks like we're rolling here. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Dave's not here, man. So let's, uh, let's do a little. Hey, Snapchatters, we're starting our beers, our pre show. Woohoo! Finally. Look at that. Yes, we're on Snapchat now. Uh, we are on Crafty Radio at Snapchat. So basically, um, if you are interested in watching various videos and stuff from... Oh, you're talking to the mic? Oh, I was, yes. I thought you were talking to your phone still. No, like, we're talking to... Confused. See, I don't get the Snapchat stuff. You got whippersnappers. Well, one of the, I, I thought that it might be really cool for Saver to have this sort of uh, stuff, you know, just various videos and stuff of happening. And then it'll just go away. So, it, it's kind of neat. I, I've... I went into Snapchat sort of because I was, of course, I was poo-pooing it at first, and I realized, well, I did the same thing with Twitter, mm-hmm. and I'm being kind of old Mr. Grandpa if I am not going to just, you know, at least try to embrace the new stuff that comes along. Where's the can for the beer we're drinking? Oh, it's right over there. Yeah. So, yeah. Killer pills. Killer pills. So Snapchat, give me a shot. It's interesting. All right. Uh, I wanted to show you. I don't know if you saw the uh, the latest Lonely Island song. The latest what? Lonely Island song. No, I have not. From there, because they're having a movie coming out. Okay. It's basically a pop uh, Justin Bieber parody kind of movie. Okay. Uh, but uh, I thought you would you could watch it and you could tell us what you think. Okay. All right. All so. right. Reaction video. When she started talking She said fuck me like we fucked Bin Laden That girl was a freak She said she want me to fuck her Harder than the military Fuck Bin Laden Freaky kind of girl kept up on current events from all around the world. More specifically, one event. The time Osama bin Laden got shot in the head. She said, Do me like that, but I couldn't track the metaphor. That said, I can see you horny like a stegosaur. That said, again, your request is so irregular. She put on a beard, I started looking at the exit door. Then a turban, then a tunic. She said, Invade my cave with your special unit. I said, He wasn't in a cave, but there was no stopping. She demanded that I fuck her like we fuck bin Laden. They could see us through my GoPro She tried to negotiate I say that's a no-no Now I'm creeping in her bedroom like Go, go She tells me to go, go Then looks down and says I gotta Terrorize that pussy Gotta terrorize that pussy So I did it Provide some crazy shit. Seal Team 69 sex acute in the hit. She said, You finished me off, now throw my body in the ocean. I yelled Geronimo, then took some pictures for posting. The president called, he said, Congratulations, Connor. I said, Mr. President, to what do I owe this honor? He said, Come give me the deets in the White House garden. I got to know how you fucked her like we fucked Bin Laden. 
was just a virtual reality experience. <laughs> yeah. It was good. Yeah. I thought at first that it was going to riff on a whole bunch of ideas like fucking like Ben Laden, but you know, not sticking with that as the core theme of the song. But then I like how it you know, how <laughs> You put on the beard. Yeah, to me, like when when he said, he said "Do me like that," but I couldn't track the metaphor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, this is an example of I think how uh, utter commitment can can make the flimsiest premise work. Right, <laughs> they're in writing room. Yeah. Like... Man, Ben Lund got fucked. Wait a sec. Let's let's work on that. I mean, just so much as I did. How, how would you want the, I would love to fuck, like, fuck Ben Lund. And then somebody said, hey, let's let's go with that. What would that mean? And then, yeah. Like, I love just the idea of its clinical efficiency. And it's just like, <laughs> merciless, exacting. Don't my body in the ocean. <laughs> But yeah, it's uh, they're always good. Lonely Island, they know it makes, and that's catchy. It's a catchy song too. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna hear it on the radio though. There's there's a uncensored version of it, but you know, beeping the. <laughs> okay. It was on Saturday Night Live after oh, all. Okay. So. Yeah. So that that's fun. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. It's Memorial Day weekend, so you're heading out. Yeah, we're going camping tomorrow. Gone until Monday afternoon or so. It's going to be hot tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Ugh. So, probably. And the lake is probably cold still, so. Probably. So, swimming will probably be something the kids will do, and I'll be like, eh. <laughs> After we'll a see. few minutes, you'll, it'll be fine. We'll see. I don't know if the lakes are warm yet, but. Maybe. Um, I was looking into, just for the hell of it, going just a trip to Seattle at some point in the next, like, a uh, couple of weeks. Oh, yeah? Just get a, get away for a weekend and uh, enjoy myself just for a day and a half, really, um, at a place where, like, I would like the weather and I like the town, and mm-hmm. it just seemed like fun. And I'd just price it out, and it'd be expensive. <laughs> would be expensive, especially if I want to do it comfortably. Right. right. Um, because I want to get, you know, a nice hotel room and car and all the stuff. And Right. We should figure out if we want to do, or we should at least get an idea on when. I would be allowed to do it, but when we can go do a city, right. you know, like instead of GABF type thing. Mm-hmm. Whether that be, it sounds like you want to go to Seattle well before we could plan something yeah, like no, that. It, so. I would want to go sometime within the next like month or so. Okay. Just have fun, mm-hmm. uh, and just yeah, get away for a weekend from this heat. I hate this oppressive East Coast heat, and it's like it's sixty degrees in Seattle. It's perfect. You're not coming back, are you? <laughs> no, I have too much to live for here. Uh, we are the HR uh, lead from Tucson was in uh, Pittsburgh this week. One of the reasons why is because. Um, we're moving to a new office uh, in, uh, you know, Parkway Center, that whole mm-hmm. area. So it's gonna be it's gonna be an awesome 
new office. It's the newest building there, and it's going to be oh cool, sweet, and it's got a view of downtown and everything. Nice. Uh, and from what I understand, like they they, they knew we were going to move. We had like four options, and this was the most expensive one, and they took it anyway. Cool. So yeah, I'm excited. We're all excited. Uh, but we went we went bowling on Wednesday. And if you haven't gone bowling in a while, and then you start bowling three games with a 12 and sometimes 15 pound ball, your wrist is going to be painful mm. <laughs> after two days. And so, yeah, I'm in that period, you know, that two day after where... I, got a, I was trying to start a power washer, you know, like a lawnmower mm-hmm. type pool. I was pulling it and I was too close to the railing on my deck and I slammed my hand mm. into the end of the deck. I got this... It's sore, it's swollen, it's a little bit bruised there. But, like, that hurts right there. When did it happen? This would have been last Saturday. Yeah, I know what you mean. But I feel like the worst pain from any sort of injury comes the day after. Like, the the, the, the next day, the second day. Okay. Yeah, did I tell you I hurt my knee a couple weeks ago? No. So we were playing soccer at work, did two days in a row, and the first day it was kind of, kind of a little bit swollen, but otherwise okay. So I played soccer a second day, and while I noticed, I just started noticing that uh, it was getting sore, and I was getting a little bit of lateral movement side to side in my knee, like it felt a little loose, like, Ooh. whoa, that's not good. Yeah. So it actually, I haven't played, I, I played soccer this week, but that was... It was like four weeks I, you know, was letting it heal up. And it's still, I, like when I'm walking down the stairs, I still get a little bit of pain in it. Um, I got a knee brace for when I'm running and things are fine then. But walking, it almost feels like I got a cartilage problem now. Like a, you, I mean, you're 40, right? Yeah. It's... <laughs> yeah, so I might have to see a doc about it, you know, the down the stairs thing. Um, I'm sure his recommendation would be wear a knee brace for a while and it will... Yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm happy that, I mean, it was, you know, two weeks in, I'm like, this isn't getting any better. (laughs) Like, uh uh-oh. And then I gave it another week, and it got better. And then I'm like, okay, one more week before I play soccer. And, you know, things are okay. We're pretty good now. Like I said, other than just, like, sometimes when I'm walking downstairs, I'll get a little discomfort. Made of hamburger. I mean, (laughs) it's going to go bad. Yeah. It's like, oh, come on, I'm actually out trying to get healthy, you know, playing soccer a couple times a week, and now I blow my knee out. (laughs) Fuck. Speaking of hamburger, uh, there is a a fish center eel. The eel is called eel hamburger because he's black and white, sort of brown and white striped. And he's a fan favorite. (laughs) Because, you know, they, they quote unquote compete. In Coin Quest, where they mm-hmm. overlay coins on the screen, <laughs> right, right, uh, and whoever has the most, but but also, fans can call in and give points to like hamburger in different booths, basically, but uh, fans can call in and give him points, and sometimes okay. he wins. He gets gifted points, right? Too. Yeah, nice. Uh, the there was a, and also they you know they have a call in line, but they also they one of the things they've been doing this uh, this season. Uh, the spring season is they have a game where people call in and try to and try to make 
baby animal sounds, what they think a baby animal sound would be like. And so you didn't understand what the whole point of the game was the first couple of times, but they have now this backlog of just people making weird sounds. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really cool. Uh, but anyway, they also have people call in and leave messages. Sometimes it's on at like 4 a.m. on uh, Adult Swim. So okay. one of the messages that was left behind <laughs> has turned into a fan favorite uh, about hamburger. And I'm going to play it for you. <clears throat> Fucking hamburger, main man. Hamburger, main man. Hamburger, main man. Hamburger main man. Hamburger main man. Hamburger main man. Go Hamburg. Hamburg. Hamburg main man. Hamburg. Hamburg main man. Hamburg main man. Hamburg. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Clearly somebody's like stoned out of his gourd. <laughs> Like this sounds cool. <laughs> fucking hand. And so that's been now this whole thing is fucking hamburger man, man. Nice. Yeah. Look at hamburger man. <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah, it's one of those things that I just I, I feel like I have to share these things that make me happy. That, that definitely makes me happy. It's actually one of my uh, alarm sounds. <laughs> you wake up to hamburger <laughs> man, man, hamburger man, man, <laughs> hamburger man, man. That's that's great. That's great. Maybe the new character on Game of Thrones will be uh, Hamburger Maid Man. Hamburger yeah, Maid Should man. we wait till the to the pro show to talk about Game of Thrones? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's the end of the season of TV, right? The the, the main season. Um, one of the shows that I watch, I don't I don't think it's very you know I don't think it's an exceptional show. I think it's a dumb show that I just happen to like. Um, is uh, Agents of Shield, um, and, and I think it had a great like season finale. It, it, the season was kind of middling; it was like okay. okay, but it ended with this very fun and propulsive episode that uh, that kept up all these that, that sort of answered all these storylines, and at the same time had a whole lot of fun with it, and was very comic booky. It was very just absurd uh and this show is not subtle at all so you never expect that but it was just it was actually a really well done because the show kind of got bogged down in the middle of of this season and it was just a really well done example of of tying all these loose ends together and i don't really watch any of the other comic book shows but um from what i understand it was like it was one of the better of the comic book show endings so i thought i would recommend that if you care okay the um, I, I saw this story too. I didn't see. I didn't notice that you posted to um, Slack the fifth force of nature. Yes, right. Uh, the question has a Hungarian physics lab found a fifth force of nature, and of course the answer is probably not. <laughs> okay, but th- this lab has found some anomalous. Uh, properties of certain types of radioactive decay okay. that would indicate or it could be indicative of some additional nuclear process happening that would not be explained by the standard model. 
Okay. So the idea is perhaps there's some additional force mediated by some kind of boson or something that we don't know yet. Because in quantum field theories, Mm -hmm. all forces are mediated by some sort of boson. Right, right. Okay. But... So the story is kind of put the horse in front of the or the cart in front of the horse, I guess. Well, or? I mean, it, it's interesting. Okay. It, and and this lab is not. Uh, I mean, this is not crackpots. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, you know, the, there is. I don't know whether this has gone through full peer review yet, but it, I, I think it has, right? Because it's on nature. Um, but it's something people are always looking out for because we know. I mean, okay, here's one thing: we know the standard model is doesn't account for everything Mm -hmm. uh and the second is if you really get down to the brass tacks we know that our theories are wrong they're for sure wrong the idea is we just get better and better and better at figuring out what's actually going on or or a better model to explain what's actually going on so if we find, so we're always looking for the new thing that will help us get that next step. Absolutely, so, sure. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, the opposite of that story is this guy from uh, former Microsoft guy who yeah. was saying that the Wise Survey was like chock full of errors. The ones that was trying to find uh, asteroids, right? And you were, yeah, Wise was looking to survey for asteroids, mm-hmm. right? And. Uh, Wide infrared uh, survey explorer or something like that. And yeah, a little bit contrived. And then there's NeoWise, which was even right. more contrived. Uh, yeah, I woke up in the morning, saw that story. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And then I came home in the afternoon and looked at some more news, and like there was like six stories saying that guy's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have to be skeptical of the. So these Microsoft super millionaires, I don't know whether he's a billionaire, but he's certainly one of the, you mm-hmm. know, got hundreds of millions from it. Well, he has lots of power with that money to get things out that a small independent lab wouldn't necessarily have. Mm-hmm. But that means he can skip all the process that would normally go into. Well, that's it. He, he's like, you know, I guess they won't peer review it. <laughs> like, you know, no they, journals accepted it. Well, that doesn't mean they won't peer review it. That just means that, oh, okay. that uh, journals looked at it. And, well, journals could look at it and just say, this is bad science. This is this doesn't make sense. Or they could say, well, we'll throw it through. But if, as soon as we get like a, an easy rejection, we're, we're not going to we're not going to go forward with more. Mm-hmm. Journals are also starting to be more careful because there have been people taking advantage of, of the process just by throwing jargon together and uh i mean any any product these are people making these decisions and people can be you know illogical and irrational and not care about certain things just let things fly uh and there are journals that will accept some journals will accept uh just money to publish as opposed to having to go through the rigmarole all types of weird things right the rigmarole of peer review yeah the whole like point <sighs> of science, which is repeatability and <laughs> examination of results. Yes. 
Did you see that? I thought the story was really interesting. They found a cave back in the 90s. Uh, it was sealed off. And the Neanderthals had taken the stalagmites from the cave and made a circle out of it, like hmm. a, an ornamental circle. 176,000 years ago. Okay, Neanderthal. So, yeah, that sounds about right. So, but this is like old. They didn't expect that Neanderthals had um, ceremonial type behavior or something. I don't know why not. Well, yeah, but the the evidence they had so far was all, well, maybe maybe a better word. They didn't have evidence for it, but. Or maybe a better word is contaminated by Homo sapiens or something. Mm. But, you know, a lot of stuff was much newer. Like 40,000 years ago when Homo sapiens were interacting with them, yeah. things like that. But, I mean, for me, so the cave was open 176,000 years ago. Um, it was really deep into the cave. Like, they didn't expect that um, any homos of anything that long ago would have traveled this deep into a cave. No so, homo. No homo. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, really deep in the cave. But the cave collapsed, right? So, it kind of preserved mm. this ancient... Homo, you know, um, monument of some monument sort or, or whatever. For 100... I mean, it, we called him. It could be just somebody's, somebody was going deep in a cave and making a big circle of dicks. Yeah. That's what it looks like. These, <laughs> these selected, they, they selected ones are like all mostly the same size. And from the photograph, they look like big dongs. You know? Yeah, I mean, there, there is a tendency to, when we find something, to mm-hmm. put a lot of importance on it when it could just be somebody's scribbles. Like yeah. the, the stuff of, when we see cave paintings something like that, there's a lot of tendency to think, oh, look, this must have been so important. But it could have been just somebody's scribbles that just happened to, to last. last. Yeah. I mean, but that, I mean, the idea of something that was preserved, I mean, humans have been filthy all over the earth for mm. the last 176,000 years. And here's a place that was forgotten about and preserved. It's just a really cool idea. And, uh, you know, be interesting to see what they ultimately learn. Um, it looks like, that some of these circles, while they weren't necessarily only fire rings, it might have been a ceremonial. And like, so like, people weren't sure if Neanderthals had control of fire at that time. Mm-hmm. Now there's indications that they had. I, one thing that you noted, even in the animal kingdom, there are birds that make circular things, and there are fish that make circular things. Mm-hmm. And well, uh, I'm not just out of the circle, but like the thing that like. Like soot covered, right? So it presumes, and it was so deep in the cave that they must have had torches. Mm-hmm. So it, like I said, the article goes on, you know, mentions that you know there wasn't, you know, many people don't didn't think that Neanderthals had control of fire at this point, maybe ever, but I don't know. About Is the that. soot has the soot been aged as well? Uh I, I don't know. I just, I have to really read the article. Makes you wonder if it's, so they it, had to go beyond carbon dated because it's yeah, so old. Right. They had to use some kind of uranium, something or another. That's true. Carbon dated only gets about 50,000 years or something mm-hmm. like that. And of course, it's all ruined now after uh, we started nuking our atmosphere. So <laughs> it contaminates that. Right. The um, so yeah, they had to use another thing. It's uh, look for it, uh, you know, for yeah, people listening who are interesting. It. And you, there's a link for you in the Slack channel. But I mean, it's pretty cool, especially when like you find something that like lengthens the the playing field by like like mm-hmm. five times longer than they expected. You know, it's hmm, interesting. 
that's it's it's cool stuff but yeah there's a we we it's ten it i don't know if we there, there's a it's ten, it tends to be taught as there's sort of a sudden thing from ape like the suddenly man and you know it, no it's more of a continuum thing and neanderthals i i believe were more or less essentially homo equivalent to homo sapiens just homo sapiens happened to win out it wasn't that homo sapiens were were smarter mm-hmm. just that they were competing and one won and the other didn't and uh and that's natural selection plays into that because it's not about there's no goal it's just whatever wins wins right so poor one out for your neanderthal some I, I think there's some indication that there may be some ancestry in there there may have to be some intermixing oh yeah mm-hmm. I, I think that that's pretty clear that yeah. uh certain um sort of looking for <laughs> can't get trouble uh you know from people from certain regions right certain yeah. ethnicities uh, have more you yeah. know dna or fragments of dna in them where uh so, I think a lot of that comes from mitochondrial DNA, which we talked about last time, right? Yeah. The, the the mitochondrial DNA is separate from the the DNA that defines us. Right. Yes. Well it's kinda of late. You wanna get on to the main show? Yes, let's do the main show. Okay, cool. <laughs> 